if you have not been here or you have um, not, yeah, you've been working in the ministry or whatever have you, these last, this series that I just started on last week, go back and watch it. Good stuff. The series before this, Deep Treasures, good stuff. I'm going to tell you that there's these two last series, two of my best series that I've preached because of, not because of me, because of the substance of what I'm preaching and teaching on. If you have not, I'm challenging you, go back and watch. And I, even if you did watch them or you were here, go back and rewatch. The importance of what we're talking about is huge. And so, anyways, I just wanted to give you that. Um, repeat after me. Say, I am somebody. I am a warrior. Therefore, I am victorious. And that's because I am a child of God. Amen. All right. All right. All right. Happy 11 years to the Word of Life family. Uh, to all those that came before and all those that are here today, we celebrated. Amen. It's, it's a journey. It's a journey. It's a journey. And so, man, we, we are celebrating uh, everywhere we've been and those that were here and those that are with us today. And so um, we celebrate you and thank you for being a part of that journey. Here we are 11 years young. We are in the best place we've ever been. Amen. Uh, we're in the best place we've ever been. And so glory be to God. Um, we're continuing our sermon series today, Deep Thoughts with King Solomon. Um, and in today's readings, uh, he looks at three areas of life. He looks at the King's Deep Thoughts with King Solomon. How do you like that? Amen. Okay. Um, today's, today's uh, readings, he looks at three areas of our lives. Um, the first one is wealth, okay? And so verse, uh, cha Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verse 1. And, and, and this, this right here, his writings are more than just a bunch of writings. Um, this, this is a, an autobiography by my man. Like he's putting together his, his, his journey and his life experiences and so, um, in attempt to examine all of the valley, all all of life's value, he withholds nothing for himself by adding many possessions and pleasures. Okay, all right. Today's sermon is the pursuit of life, the pursuit of life, the pursuit of life. Ecclesiastes chapter two, verse one. You there? I didn't hear many pages flowing and turning and. Um, I said in my heart, come now, I will test you with mirth, therefore enjoy pleasure, but surely there is also, this also was vanity. So my man, King Solomon, he put himself to the test to truly find what life's true meaning was about. And listen, he wasn't just out acting recklessly. He was truly trying to find the answer to life. Okay, he wasn't on a binge just like, okay, let me just go wild. He truly wanted to figure out what is life 
all about? Has anybody ever felt like, man, what is life truly about? Like, what are we doing here? Like, what, what, what? I, sometimes that's, I'm like, okay, what's end game? Where, where are you trying to go? What are you trying to do? What are we trying to accomplish? And so King Solomon, he's letting you know his thoughts here because he tried to do that. He tried to figure out what life was all about. Verse 2 says, I said of laughter, madness. What? And of mirth, what does it accomplish? And so he, he set out and he did a big comedy tour. He saw all the kings of comedy. He was going from town to town. He's like, I got to listen. I want to laugh. I, this has got to be the meaning of, of, of life, right? Just to laugh, just to have a good time, just to, just to. And so he's like, I'm going to see everybody, all the good, good, good comedians. Take me to them. Let me hear them to try to find what life's true meaning is. And so he set himself out. He laughed until he couldn't laugh anymore. Anybody ever been there before? You laugh so hard like your gut's hurting. Like, I can't breathe. It's, I'm laughing so hard. And so he laughed and laughed and laughed. And then he found out, even if I laugh till my stomach hurts, what have I accomplished? This is what he's saying. He said, even if I laugh so hard, I have the greatest time in the world. Because how many know that people live for, for a good time? We just want to have fun. Please don't share your Bible stuff with me. I'm just here on earth to have a good time. And, and, and so, and so I, okay, stop. It's Thanksgiving. We're just trying to eat turkey. We don't need to hear another sermon, right? I'm just having fun. I just want to laugh today. Everybody wants to take everything as a ha-ha, hee-hee, type, an LOL moment. Have you ever been there? You anticipate this event? Or you anticipate this day in your life, and so, man, you're like, I can't wait. That's going to be so fun. We're going to have a good time. And, and then the day approaches, and it might have been fun for a while, but then it's over. And then what? Come on, somebody. Man, we were looking for that, that day you got it highlighted on your calendar. Say, I can't wait. Oh, and I'm going to look good when I get there, too. It's going to be a good time. We're going to have some fun. It's going to be great. You got it highlighted and sparkles and stickers on the calendar because you're excited about it and then the day comes and it might be fun for a little bit and then what it's all over and then you're like oh guess what then you go back to reality down and depressed until you can mark on your calendar the next time i'm going to go out and get to laugh again day in your life, and you, and the, then that day approaches, and might have been fun. Then what? Verse three. I searched in my heart how to gratify my flesh with wine. Uh oh. Uh oh. While guiding my heart with wisdom, and how to lay hold of folly, till I might see that was good for the sons of man to do under, the, under heaven all the days of their lives. And so now he sets out and says, got to be in the wine, y'all. I'm going to go on a bar crawl. That's got to be where it's at. Give me some good wine, some good alcohol, some good whatever. I live for Friday night, yeah. I live for Saturday night, we do it again. And then hopefully if I'm not hungover, I get to come to church on Sunday. Come on, somebody. Drinks 
equal a good time. That's that's what he that's 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 what we think. That, that's got to be it. That's got to be the answer. King Solomon said, "That's got to be the that's got to be it right there. Just give me a good good shot of what." Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, some of y'all were like. I, I, Getting buzzed, right? This is this is what this is what King Solomon was doing. He said, "Let me let me figure it out because it's got to be in the drink. It's got to be in the drink. Putting other spirits inside me, not the Holy Spirit, but I'm putting some kind of spirits inside me because after a while something takes over. Come on, somebody. Must be the answer. He sets out to go on a bar crawl. We're free. We're all right, two four, two four. Stop it. I made my works great. I built myself houses and planted myself vineyards. Come on, somebody. I, I'm, I'm talking to somebody here. This is not a depressing uh, subject, by all means. This is actually a great, great book, man. Because, because, have you ever had to do a homework assignment or a test and you got to get ready for it, Delia? Right, Kelby. Have you ever tried to get ready for, for some kind of big something? A big, maybe it's a big interview for the adults. You say, I haven't took a test in a long time. Maybe it's an interview or maybe. Can you imagine having all the right answers in your hand before you go in? This, this is what we get here with, with the readings of Ecclesiastes. King Solomon said, I'm writing all this down for you. I'm giving you my deep thoughts so that you don't have to do this yourself. So, so don't look at this and say, man, this is sad. Life is sad. We're all here for nothing. No, no, we, 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 we're all here for something. God created you for something. The, the thing is, we have the answer right here in the writings of Ecclesiastes where, where King Solomon says, look, at, I've been through that. I've done that. I've got a T-shirt and I checked it off. Nope. That's not the answer. So, so, so he gives us the answer so that you and I don't have to sit here and figure out life. We don't have to sit here and make YouTube channels to try to be somebody. Come on, somebody. Give me 12 likes and this and that. And man, I'm, hello, welcome to my channel. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, what are you talking about? You're five years old. What do you mean you got a channel? Everybody's trying to be somebody. Everybody's trying to find the meaning of life. Everybody's trying to be something. And King Solomon said, Man, let me give it to you. I didn't find it in the laughing. I didn't find it in the money. I didn't find it in the women. Right here he says, now, okay, now he's building projects. Now he's building homes. Guess what? Because he has the finances to do it. It's probably in this. Let me build stuff. Listen, you can build houses all you want, but if God is not inside it, you will never be content. I don't care how big a house you build. I don't care where your house is at. I don't care how many times you move. It's not the house. What you're looking for is God to be inside the house. That's what you're truly looking for. He said, here we go. Let's design it. Every, can you imagine being able to design the, okay, I want my pool right there. Inside the house? Yeah, inside the house. Just, I, want, I want my workout room here. I want my, my, my uh, not toys, but collectible room right here. 
I want my theater seating right here in this room. Can you imagine building your own home? He had everything. He was the richest man. He's, but yeah, let's try it. I don't know. I'm bored. Build me something. Let's see. Give me some blueprints. Let's figure it out. It's not the size of the house you're struggling with, y'all. It's the fact that Jesus is not the cornerstone of the house. You can keep looking for, for the biggest house and the biggest dad and the this and the that. Not enough rooms in here. Got six rooms. And it's still, still not enough. No, you're not looking for rooms, y'all. You're looking for Jesus. And King Solomon said, this is it. I've been through this. I've done this so you don't have to. Come on, somebody. Amen. Verse 5. I made myself gardens and orchards, and I planted all kinds of fruit trees in them. How many have gardens? And Anybody plant, plant gardens? My, my wife tried this year. I think I spent more money trying to keep the garden flowing than we, all, we actually see. The carrots were this big. I don't know if... The, I don't know if that was like the purpose or they, there were many carrots or what, small horses, that baby. Uh, I don't know what was. I mean, we're going, we're trying to find it, figure it out. Let's build a garden. That's what I need. Let's build this. Let's build that. Come on, somebody. He says, verse 6, I made for myself water pools from which to water the growing trees of the grove. King Solomon and his boys doing cannonballs in the water pools. It wasn't the answer. I acquired male and female servants. Uh Uh-oh, verse 7. And had servants born in my house. That's got to be a big house. He's living in a palace, y'all. He had it all. Yes, I had greater possessions of herds and flocks than all who were in Jerusalem before me. All the wealth, yet he was still searching. All the wealth, let me tell you, yet he was still searching. And you can work 50, 60, 70 hours, still going to be searching because it's not in the wealth. That's what he's saying here. He had gardens and pools. and How many live for wanting a pool in their backyard? (laughs) My mother-in-law said, that's me. Honestly, so many people do. So many people, maybe not here in Michigan, but there's... A lot of people want, because Michigan, you'll use it for like a month and it's cold again. But other places, people live for this. Like they work their whole life to try to achieve a pool. How many understand what I'm saying? How many have a pool, yet they're still not content? (laughs) He said, I made male and female servants. How many many would desire that? Um, Come on, somebody, a butler, a cook. Mark said, yeah, personal chef. Come on, a maid, all the ladies, amen. Yeah, that'd be nice. He had it all. His place was so big that even his servants had children there. He had herds and flocks. Can you imagine the, the menu at the palace every night? Oof. Can you imagine that? And everything fresh? It's not this frozen stuff that's been in the freezer for, got that freezer burn in it. Listen, you're talking about the good stuff. It was cut right there. 
Which one would you like today, sir? Cut that one up. Let's go. Man, the finest things. Yet still he was trying to figure out the meaning of life because all that was vanity. Chasing Havel. Verse 8. I also gathered for myself silver and gold and special treasures of kings and of this provinces. I acquired male and female singers, the delights of the sons of men, and musical instruments of all kind. We already know of his wealth, but he also has bands playing for him. He's like, oh, man, it's a good band. Bring him over. That's Friday night's talent. Come on, somebody. Give me a band. Good job. Good. Hey, now you're getting it. No one's saying anything. Don't tell me that heathen music you listen to. Listen, he was having them entertain him. That's how wealthy he was. Bring him to the house. Yes, bring him over. You guys were like, uh, Maverick City, I think is the name. Uh, uh, Bethel. Music won't bring the answers to life either. How many know that? Won't bring the answers to life. Matter of fact, most of the music we're probably listening to is giving us the wrong answers to life. Ecclesiastes 2.9. And so I became great and excelled more than all who were before me in Jerusalem. Also my wisdom remained with me. Whatever my eyes desired, I did not keep from them. I did not withhold my heart from any pleasure, for my heart rejoiced in all my labor, and this was my reward from all my labor. This is so good right here. He said, this is my reward for all my labor. In other words, the things that he wanted and he was getting right there for, that was it. That was his reward. That was, we worked so hard to get that new car. We worked so hard to get that new television. We worked so hard to get that new perm. What? Uh, hair, what? Whatever. <laughs> How many of us work all week so we say, tonight I'm going out and I'm going to live it up? There's so many that live like this. Man, I work so hard. I deserve this. Come on, somebody. I deserve to have a good time. I put in so many hours. I deserve to go out and live the night away. This is my reward for a hard week's work. That's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. I work so hard, I can do whatever I want. Don't tell me how to live. You can tell me how to live on a Sunday, but on a Friday and Saturday night, hey, I'm doing my thing. I earned this drink. I earned this dance. I earned this party. I earned this whatever. How many understand what I'm saying? Then I looked on all the works that my hands had done, verse 11, and on the labor in which I had toiled. And indeed, it was all vanity, y'all grasping for the wind. Come on, somebody. We're here and we're like, okay, okay, this must be life. Okay, this must be life. Okay, this must be life. Okay, this must... And then all of it is not life. You're just chasing Havel. 
You're chasing the wind. You're chasing smoke. And indeed, all was vanity grasping for the wind. There was no profit under the sun. He concludes the pleasure, that pleasure itself is the only reward. And that it adds no gain. There's no profit. I got nothing out of this. So guess what? We're getting nothing out of what we're spending all of our lives doing. Nothing. This is depressing. No, it's not. This is great. This is great. This is good. This is food for the soul. Because now you and I don't have to worry about trying to be somebody. I don't even know how to make a YouTube channel. Don't worry about making a YouTube channel. You don't have to. That's not who God has called you to be. God called you to do what he's called you to do, and then you do that. He called you to raise your kids in the church. Do that. He called you to run a ministry. Do that. He called you to do the nursery. Do that. He, told, he called you to clean the church. Do that. He called you to do men's ministry. Do that. He told you to, 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 in the name of Jesus, figure out that soundboard. Do that. He, he called you to, 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 to play the piano. Do that. This is what your purpose on earth is. We don't have to look and search for it any longer. I don't know. I got to. I need to sit under some good people that can teach me some good, good knowledge. That that that. I, for what? What are you gonna do with it? You got so much knowledge coming out of your ears. Go to work. Do something for God. Live for Him. Amen. He gave us these words, and He says, "No profit comes from it." In other words, you you're gaining nothing living this type of lifestyle. You're just working to work. The second area of life King Solomon talks about is wisdom. Verse 12, then I turned myself to consider wisdom and madness and folly. For what can the man do who succeeds the king? Only what he has already done. Even for a king, there's nothing new under the sun. He said, I'm just going to go ahead and do what my dad did because that's what the king does. And then guess what? The person after me is going to continue to do what I did. Not even for a king is there anything new under the sun. Then I saw the wisdom and excels folly as light excels darkness. The wise man's eyes are in his head, but the fool walks in darkness. Yet I myself perceive that the same event happens to them all. And so I said in my heart, as it happens to the fool, it also happens to me. Oh man, that's a good word. So it happens to the fool, it also happens to me, and why was I then more wise? Then I said in my heart, this is also vanity. Now again, this is not a sad message. This is not a depressed message. This is a wake-up message. This is an encouraging message that, that you and I don't have to go down the same road searching for meaning of life, the pursuit of life. The pursuit of life is finding Jesus Christ, period. I'm going to let you know the answer right here, right now. That when you find God, when you find, that's it. You found the true meaning of life. Everything else now works itself. The pursuit of life is finding Jesus Christ. So that life is more than living for the weekend, y'all. Life is more than just being wise. That's what he says. Life's purpose is your relationship with God and fulfilling your God-given purpose. Listen, he says whether you're wise or a fool, we all die the same. Think about it. 
whether you're wise or a fool, we all die the same. You don't get more credit for being wise when you enter the kingdom of heaven. Oh, man, you were really wise. Take the biggest one on the left. He said, man, I've been, he said, then what, 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 am, I, what am I searching for? What, am I, what have I been doing? What am I after? What am I chasing? But I do believe he's going to ask, all right, you had wisdom. Now what have you done with that wisdom? That's what matters. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. 16, for there is no more remembrance of the wise than of the fool forever, since all that now is will be forgotten in the days to come. And how does a wise man die? As the fool. (laughs) As the fool. 17, therefore I hated life because the work that was done under the sun was um, distressing to me. For all is vanity and grasping for the wind. I believe he hated life at this point because he wanted, he wanted so bad to find the purpose outside of God and the things of God. That's why he hated life. He's like, man, it's not in this. It's not in this. It's not in women. It's not in men. It's not in gold. It's not in silver. It's not in building houses. It's not in drinking. It's not. <sighs> we go through life hoping to find joy and purpose in people. We go through life trying to find purpose in places, trying to find purpose in things, when it only can be found in Jesus Christ. All right, and the last thing is this. The third and last area of life that King Solomon talks about is work. Work. Verse 18 says, Then I hated all my labor in which I had toiled under the sun, because I must leave it to the man who will come after me. Come on, somebody. I'm doing all this, and some knucklehead is going to come get it after me. Yep, maybe that knucklehead's your kid, or maybe that knucklehead is somebody that uh, you got in your will. And what are they going to do with it? That's what... What King Solomon said. That's so good, huh? Verse, uh, oh no. We work, and we work, and we work to build this lifestyle, to build these kingdoms here on earth for ourselves. When the only kingdom that matters is the kingdom of God. Once we're gone from this earth, That's the kingdom you and I should be trying to build. Pastor, I can't make it on Sundays. I'm too busy working. You know how many times I hear that? (laughs) Guess what? You're building the wrong kingdom. You're building your kingdom right here on earth when you should be right here in church building your kingdom, building the kingdom of God. Why? Why? This is the most important thing in your life, or at least it should be. And if it's not, then I ask you to check yourself. Because you could be searching for it for the rest of your life. When all you have to do from here on out, that's why I said this last week, it's good stuff. All you got to do is read the book of Ecclesiastes. You'll find the meaning of life. 
It's not in any of this stuff. This is what, what I'm trying to explain to you. King Solomon went on this journey so that you and I don't have to. He says it's all smoke and mirrors. It's all vanity. It's all Havel. And you know who's laughing at us through life? The devil. The enemy laughing at us. We're chasing life and the devil's sitting there laughing. Like, go ahead. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, kill yourself. So you can have the American dream so that you can be 60 years old and then you can enjoy that sports car for the last five years of your life. Come on, somebody. And the devil's sitting there laughing. He's like, yeah, keep going. Keep chasing the wind. How many know there's more stuff for us to chase today than ever before? Just look at um, Amazon. You can buy everything on there. We're chasing so much stuff. Here we are chasing all these different things instead of chasing God. Verse 19. And who knows whether he, was, he will be wise or a fool, yet he will rule over all my labor in which I toiled in, which I have shown myself wise under the sun. This also is vanity. That's even worse. That's crazy to think about, right, Mark? All that you blood, sweat, and tears you put into this business to one day, gone. Come on, how many have businesses that you're putting in your, your, your time and your effort, in, and then all of a sudden, you just got to leave it to somebody? You're on your deathbed, guess what? Means nothing. Means nothing. You worked all that time to build for yourself this kingdom that you ain't taking with you. I ain't going to keep going. I'm not reading the rest of the verses. You read the rest of Ecclesiastes chapter 2. He concludes, he concludes in verse 26. For God gives wisdom and knowledge and joy to a man who is good in his sight, but the, to the sinner he gives the work of gathering and collecting, that he may give to him who is good before God, this is vanity and grasping for the way. He concludes that all, all these things are senseless. All these things are for what? For what? You're breaking your back for what? For what? What are you chasing? What are you trying to do? Who are you trying to become? You're a child of the King of Kings and Lords of Lords. That should be enough for you. This gives me hope, man. I don't have to look and search. I don't get depressed reading this, man. I get excited. Thank you, Jesus. Because I thought I had to live up to everybody on my Facebook page. Oh, my gosh. That's a lot of work. Man. I don't have to strive to try to be a, have my church for thousands of people and then because I'm, I'm, I'm a failure if I don't. God said, just take care of what I'm giving you right now. Just do that. 
Honor me in that. If I want to throw you some more, then we'll see. Maybe a second campus later, Lansing somewhere, we'll see. Right now, just do what I'm calling you to do. Man, I don't have to. I don't have to. I don't have to break my head trying to be somebody. I don't have. To, I don't have to learn how to do a YouTube channel. I don't. I don't. I don't have to. I don't have to work 60, 70, 80 hours. Come on, somebody. Thank you, Jesus. I am somebody. Why? Because of who I serve. I am enough. You know how many people are depressed because they they think they haven't accomplished anything in life? So many people stuck in their homes right now, sad. I'm a nobody. I got nothing. Why? Because we sit here and we look at this. We're like, man, I wish I could eat steak dinners like Carlos. Come on, somebody. We, we, try, we try to sit there and compare our lives. The Kardashians, I wish, man, they have it all. Oh, my goodness. I, they get half that stuff free because they're, they're sponsored by everybody that has their stuff in their... We sit here and we try to chase life. King Solomon, man, gave us those words so you and I don't have to chase anymore. So we can see that everything that we need is in Jesus Christ. Bow your heads and close your eyes. Hallelujah. First John 1.9 says, If we confess our sins, that he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Today, if you're here and you don't have Christ in your life, you might be battling some things, you're going through some things, and um, or, or, or you fell off. I want to pray with you on today. 